It's the time of year when we're all thinking about goals and priorities. Now is the time to plan your next trip. Whatever kind of travel fills you up, whether it's lounging on the beach, connecting with family and friends, or going on a foreign adventure, Expedia has the tools you need to plan a great trip. Download the Expedia app or visit Expedia.com to start planning. You do need to be a OneKey member to use price tracking. Signing up is easy and free. Expedia, made to travel. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card, you call the number for help, and can't get a hold of anyone. If you only had a Discover card. With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right, a real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I'm Oprah Winfrey. Welcome to Super Soul Conversations, the podcast. I believe that one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is time. Taking time to be more fully present. Your journey to become more inspired and connected to the deeper world around us starts right now. Like so many of you, I watched Diana Nyad's first tentative steps returning to land after more than two days at sea. I watched with wonder and amazement. Who is this woman and how did she do that? What does it take to swim 110 miles straight? It was a dream that began when Diana was just five years old. Her father told her that her last name, Nyad, meant champion swimmer in Greek, and that would become her clarion call. She began swimming competitively in school, driven and focused, sometimes practicing more than six hours a day. In 1978, when she was only 28, Diana attempted the 110-mile marathon for the first time, but rough seas forced her to quit. A year later, After setting another world record, she announced she was done. For more than 30 years, she did not swim a lap. Instead, she forged a new path with a career in sports journalism. But in 2007, after her mother died, Diana began reevaluating her life, and that unfinished business of the Cuba swim began tapping her on the shoulder. So at 60, Diana returned to the water more fiercely determined than ever. She'd try it another three times before finally, in her fifth grueling attempt, against all odds, on September 2nd, 2013. Diana Nyad stood victorious. So when I first heard you finished, I wanted to talk to you immediately. My, I, it, just, it just filled me up because... I just became a swimmer a couple of years ago and not that good at it. Just, you know, okay. I couldn't even imagine what it takes to do something for 53 hours straight. And I recognized, as I know you do, that you had to transcend your humanness and go beyond that to something else. Is that true? Yeah, I, I, you know, I think that the people who have studied, if you could empirically studied the will, mm-hmm. but when we look at people in war and people in true survival, there is something beyond what the body is capable of. We do all these measurements, couldn't possibly ride up the Alps, couldn't possibly, well, you know, the will 
is so undefinable and can push you so far beyond. You know, I've had sports scientists, the best of them, write me and say, this, I'm sorry to tell you, this is humanly impossible. And I write back and say to them, you have no idea then. You're just doing your little studies on what the heart can do and what the, what the lungs can do. I'm talking to you what the spirit can do, and that's not measurable. Well, interestingly enough, before you attempted this, you, did you not put together the team that would do all the measurements and all that? Did they say that it could be done? Didn't everybody say it couldn't be done? All of them, all of them. Cannot be done. Just go somewhere else. Um, you know, swim something lesser. It just, it just cannot be done. And I just said, I still believe. Call me crazy. You know, I don't want to go to 90, keeping trying this every year, but I believe we're going to make it across. So when you, when you had the failed attempt at 28, this is what's so incredible. Yeah. You had this dream since you were how old? You know, re really that came to me at 28. I was finishing marathon swimming. I had mm -hmm. swum around Manhattan Island, right. and that was a kick in the pants, and all these other swims. And then I was starting on to getting jobs with Wide World of Sports and everything. And I thought, I'm 30. It's time to move on, make some money, um, become an adult. And sport is for the young, and I'm about to retire. So I just got out the nautical charts of the Earth's surface uh, at my New York apartment. When I saw Cuba, it, my heart took a leap, and I said, there's nowhere else. You know, the earth is four-fifths water. So you could go to the Maldives and Guam and the, the Straits of, you know, whatever. But I saw Cuba and I thought, it's in my heart. It moves me. The forbidden country, the beautiful land of Cuba, um, I, I, the two nations that should right. reunite, all of it just moved me. And I thought, I, there's nothing else. Nothing else could spark me to this. It's Cuba. Okay, so I love that shot where they, yeah. that your nephew did this beautiful film. Yes. Yes, the yes. other shore. Yes. Um, but I love that part of the film where the first time they're taking you out of the water, yeah. your lips are swollen, <laughs> you can barely stand up, they're dragging you out, and you're saying, well, I don't want to quit, I don't yeah. want to just quit, yeah, yeah. after 42 hours, after yeah. 42 hours, yes. Yeah, and that's what I mean about the Not spirit. Not a pretty sight. The, yeah. The, the, yeah, there yeah. we go. There we go. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's going to be great for me, though, because um, I'll be in all the before pictures. And, you know, <laughs> you got nowhere to go but up for the after pictures. Yeah. And so even then, you had that kind of drive and determination. At 42 hours, you'd been, you'd been sick and vomiting and cold and all yeah, of that yeah. and still didn't want to quit. Yeah, but that's what I mean, I think, about, you know, the, the spirit is larger than the body. You know, the body is um, uh, pathetic compared to what we have inside us. And then you didn't do a stroke in the water for 31 years. Yeah. You were done. I was done. Burnt out enough already. I'm sorry I didn't make Cuba. It ate, it ate at me a little bit. It was a treasure of a dream. But, um, you know, you can only take so much after a while. And I was, you know, starting to work in the big world of Olympic coverage, you know, in sports mm. and living a different dream. And, and so I wouldn't have, during those 30 years, if you and I had been hanging out eating dinner, I wouldn't have said to you, Oprah, just, it eats at my soul, that Cuba swim. It, it, it represented the metaphor of who I am. I just, I can't let it go. I can't live without it. It wasn't like that, but it was more this little whisper. It was this little whisperer that, gosh, it would have been magic to well, do that thing. Yeah, yeah, a little whisper. Was it, and then did the whisper turn into a little nagging thing? Well, it was more turning 60 that prompted the nagging thing. My mom had just died and she was 82 and um, I miss her. So I started thinking my mom died at 82 does that mean really I have 22 years left and maybe those last two or three or four aren't going to be too vital? I don't know. Mm -hmm. But the clock is like choking me now. And it wasn't so much 
what did I want to do? It was who I want to be. Whoa. That's what it was. It's like that. I really don't have it in front of me, but there's a Henry David Thoreau quote that really grips me hard. And it says, when you achieve your goals in life, it's not what that gets you, but it's who I am. Right, mm -hmm. right. It's who I am. And I, and I needed at 60, I needed to say, forget about the ledger. Are you in the halls of fame? Did you make some kind of money? To, I don't care about that anymore. As you know, those things just, as you get older, That's who right. cares? That's right. It's, am I living the life that I can admire? Am I, am, am I going to leave this earth maybe as you do, uh, leaving it a place where it's a little more just than it was and human rights have been fulfilled more than they have? Those are my values. And never giving up and finding a way through your obstacles and, and fi finding your grit and your will, those are what I value. And at 60, it wasn't about swimming. And this swim for me has never been about swimming. And I don't think to anybody out there it's about swimming. It's yeah. about those values. And I, you know what? I am that person, swimming or not, and I proved it to myself, and that's why I did this swim. Well, I think, you know, when I watched The Other Shore, and, and everybody I, I, I know in the office who's seen it, they were saying, a fr uh, one, of, one of the producers said she was walking in the rain the other day, and normally she would have complained, but yeah. because she'd seen that, yeah. she walked briskly and embraced the yeah, rain. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. in everything that you do, when yeah. you think about giving up or you think that you're tired, yeah. what you showed us all is what a real warrior looks like. Yeah. 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 So were you not pleased with where you were at 59? You didn't like the way your life looked it's at 59? It's not so much that, but, but um, you know, I don't know why we take birthdays so seriously in our mm. culture. You talk to people from India, they don't even know when they were born. So it's a little silly. Yeah. But, you know, you do, we do these reckonings. When yes. you're 40, you talk, you yeah. get up and give a speech with a glass of champagne, and you yeah. say, I want to do this, and I want to be this, and what haven't I done? I'm going to regret that. And so I just wanted to get to the point where, Forget about it. I guess I was doing the best I could with the skills I had at 20 and 30 and 40 and 50. So, no, it's not like I'm not proud of myself for those years, but who cares about them anymore? They're in the past, and I just wanted to start at 60 because I could. Macy's Mother's Day gift guide has the perfect gift to make mom feel special. Shop by price, like 25 and under to 100 and under. Category, like fragrance, handbags, and more. Or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything. Gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted and for grandma. Get top gifts like Dolce & Gabbana Devotion, Eau de Parfum, Coach Floral Printed Leather Cassie Crossbody Bag, and Le Creuset Shallot Dutch Oven. Shop at Macy's.com slash gift finder. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. What did it teach you about yourself, this experience? You know, a lot of things I used to, and it, it could be from, you know, going through childhood, teenage sexual abuse that I kind of had a classic response to that, which was a, put on a suit of armor and say, I'm tough. I don't need any help. I, I can muscle my way through everything in this life, and I'm on my own. I'm on an island. You know, yes. nobody's helping me. Yes. That's how I was you as know, a young I was person. Struck, I was struck in, in the film you know, you were talking about one of your coaches. Yeah. And it was classic abuse. Yeah. Epidemic. E epidemic. Epidemic. Yeah. epidemic. Classic abuse where you said, in the end, you said, I allowed it to happen. Yeah. yeah. And I was struck by that because it, it sounded somehow like you were blaming yourself for it. Yeah. But don't, don't we all, isn't that the MO? You know, 
Yes. You know, doesn't every kid who's, whose parents divorce think it's their fault? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And doesn't every kid who goes through sexual abuse, they, they, they don't have that, that intellectual yes, reasoning. but to that's say, what the abuser counts on. He yeah. counts on that if he gets you in yeah. and can convince you that you should do it and yeah. you don't tell the first time, yeah. it's harder to tell the second and oh, third because yeah. you must have liked it. Oh, yeah, and, and you believe all, all those yeah. things that you don't understand and yeah. this is the most important thing in my life and you will never make it as a swimmer. You need to do what I say and I, you know, he's up on a pedestal, but I, for years until very recently, did blame myself. So um, it, it's a it's a classic uh, example, and it's an epidemic. And you know what? I'm here to do something about it. Not about him. Who cares about him? I'm here to talk to young people. Yeah, and it's not because girls. Boys going through it too. Boys what are the statistics now? I know. One in four girls. One in six boys. One in six boys. I, I'm here to say you can. You know, at a young age, you see it. You just say no. Get away from me. Even if you don't have a strong parent, which I didn't may my mom rest in peace at that time to go yes. to you just say, say yourself i know this is wrong get away from me you know and i i didn't have that kind of leadership but um but i'm but, not blaming anybody yes you know yeah you know, often people say to me you know who do you admire in life um it's just it's just people who decide that they're going to live a good life and i met this woman I, I told the story of my sexual abuse on stage one time at a corporate mm. talk, and mm. sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. It's, it's just my life, and yes. I don't suffer through it. I'm no victim, but I tell it because it's real and because it is an epidemic, just to, yes. just to put it out there. So one night I talked about it, and later that night I was invited to this dinner, and this woman, older, she had already retired as a professor, um, I think she was upper 80s, but she had the light of life in her eyes. She was, she was, she was still burning strong. And she reached across the table to get something that night like this, and her sleep pulled back, and I saw the numbers. Saw the numbers. Etched in her forearm, and I said, you're a survivor. And so she told me about it. Three years old, Poland. Gestapo's came in, got the family. The father said, I'm not going. You can shoot me right here. I'm not leaving my home. I'm not going to that gas, whatever you're taking me to. Shot him right there. She remembers it at age three. The mother and six-year-old were taken that way. She never saw them again in her life. Mm -hmm. At three, that day became the SS officer's concubine and was forced to do, you know, the whole thing for two and a half years at three. I started weeping at this oh, table. My God. And I said, first of all, I feel so ashamed that I brought up my little story on stage tonight about what I suffered in my life. And she said, don't ever say that. Every human being on this planet has their pain and their heartache, and it's up to all of us to find our way to back to, to, ah. to light. And she, she said to me she was adopted by a, a cousins in Paris, and that mother, so now she's six, after they were saved, the allies came in, the mother came to her in the garden, and the little girl told her everything. And this woman said to her, look, darling, hold my hands. You will never forget this experience. You can't. It happened to you, it's real, but put it in your soul deep, deep down and don't let it live on your skin because this is a beautiful life. And almost all the people on this planet are beautiful, loving people. And you're gonna know them and you're gonna live a beautiful life filled with joy. And that helped me, her night, telling me that. Wow. Helped me more than anything I've ever heard about the whole sexual abuse thing. Fine, it happened, you got anger, yeah. that's fine, don't but wear it don't on your let skin. it ruin your life. Yeah. This is your life, not his life, you know? Wow. So uh, those are the people I admire who have had real tough roads, but they have found a way to still live a beautiful life, you know? I, I'm so moved by that story. Yeah, yeah. 
In August 2013, amidst a crowd of devoted fans and brimming with confidence, Diana made her fifth attempt to swim from Cuba to Florida. Though she had trained diligently for months, many believed it was impossible, a dream Diana would never realize. And while most of the media had lost interest, Diana set out to achieve the dream that had eluded her for 30 years. What are you thinking as you're going out into the water? What are you thinking? You know, the reason the, the disappointment of not making it the four times was so crushing is because I, I didn't leave any room for that. I was in absolute, unwavering belief. Yeah. Um, you're not filled with fear. You're not filled with, oh, well, well, maybe I might not make it. So if I don't, let me see. How can I put it together again for next year? You know, you are making it. You yeah. believe. And when it's over and you're, and you're pulled onto the boat and now you're chugging into Key West, you just, you, you, you're stunned because there was no room for that. And there can't yeah. be. There yeah. can't be. This final run, you were more prepared because the, what did the jellyfish teach you I feel like four I, years ago? I feel like I took that variable out. We had the world's leading expert on the box jellyfish. The box jellyfish kills more people than it does shark bites every year. You're very lucky to live through it. Good God. Yeah. It's otherworldly. You go into paroxysms of paralysis and your, you know, your, your heart and your lungs stop. It's not a matter of mind over matter. You're done. And I did. I, something in, in the will took over. And after first massive stings, you can see the marks there. Yes. Yeah, though every little point on there is a harpoon. Right there, th those marks right there have 100,000 harpoons in them. Oh. And every one of those whips a venom into your cardiovascular system and stops you. So you're swimming like this. You're breathing. I was yelling to Bonnie, I'm on fire. I'm on fire. Help me. It was life or death So they're out there. trying to shoot you. They're shooting you yeah. in the water. Adrenaline. So that Prednisone. you can, so you can keep breathing. Yeah, and you keep breathing. And I went for 24 more hours, you know. So courage. Who are us. you? When yeah. I read that and yeah. saw that, who are you? Well, that's what I say. I don't even think that's conscious. You decide beforehand. You want to do this, and you will do it. But and you've nothing... been stung, and you can barely breathe. Yeah. And now you're not yeah. swimming like this. Yeah, yeah. You're swimming like yeah. this. Yeah, you're debilitated. Do you put your mind someplace no, else? No, you're you're in the you're in crisis. You know, you put your mind somewhere else when you're feeling well. Like this time, that first day, those first 10 hours off Cuba, I was happy. I was just gliding along the surface. I was feeling part of this universe. I was looking down at a blue that a painter can't even Im imitate in the Gulf Stream. The team, I see them on every breath, taking their spots and doing their jobs. And we're just clicking like a well-oiled machine. And it was beautiful. It's We're pros. While swimming is a solitary sport, Diana is hardly alone when she attempts a marathon. She's surrounded by a dedicated team of 35 people, including kayakers, navigators, physicians, and jellyfish experts. At the helm is Diana's business partner and best friend, Bonnie Stoll. We have tattoos. I never thought I'd have a tat, but now I'm, <laughs> I'm like in the young group. I have a tattoo that says Ishin Dention. I have one here, she has one here, and it means one heart, one mind. And I tell you, once we're out there for 40 hours, we don't talk anymore. She goes like this. And I come over and I look in her eyes, and she goes like this, give me five more minutes. Go on, let's see, do you have five minutes in you? Let's not talk about the whole thing. We may quit in five minutes, but show me you've got five more minutes in you, go on. So, um, wow. you know, yeah, it's, it's deep, it's a, it's a deep thing. But I was gonna say, my mantra this year <clears throat> and they have to be on, you know, some of you onward, just plow onward. But this but year where, it was where did find, the, find a way. Find 
away. It, it doesn't matter. I love yeah. that. And you know what? That's what people resonate to because I can I talk about that. people. Find a way. People working through their 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 teenage daughter is has become a a hormonal nightmare, and they mm -hmm. don't they, they they might commit a homicide over the next. But you, that's Find your daughter. Find a way. Find a way. If it's important to you, we can all we can get there. And so that was my thing this year. Jellyfish, seasickness, pain, cold. Find a way. As we all know, Diana found a way. To prepare for her fifth and final Cuba to Florida swim, Diana took every precaution to protect herself from the box jellyfish. She wore a lycra suit, booties, and a special silicone mask. She remained vigilant not to fall victim to the stings of the past. It was difficult to swim in, but I never would have gone back this year without it. It was my savior. Yes. I, there you can see I have a suit, I have surgeon's gloves, I got booties, all legal. You're not allowed to wear neoprene, that was lycra. Um, and that the face is silicone. And um, you know, it's difficult, it's burdensome. You're taking in salt water. It rubs huge lesions on the inside of your mouth, but who cares? No jellyfish can get me with that on. And so this year I came back and I knew the jellyfish were no longer an issue. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease and a whole lot of love, you transform 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it at affordable prices. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Let's talk about this last run. You said the first 10 hours you were happy. I was. I was. Uh, but you learn. It's like a little microcosm of life. You have a great day, everything's all said. You love all the people in your life and then the next day someone wrongs you mm -hmm. and you feel betrayed and you've got to deal with it. So you, you don't ever coast, you don't ever take it for granted. People say this in their relationships and their marriages all the time. You don't just say, oh, this is gonna go forever. You know, unless you're working on it constantly, it's not gonna go forever. And it's the same with this swim, it's just like that. I was happy as a clam the first 10 hours and bam, the night hit. The jellyfish mask went on, the waves came up to two to four feet, and I'm rocking out there and thinking, how will I last for three days? Which is what this is gonna take, two to three days. I, how, you know, and I went to Bonnie and she said, just make it through the night. Just let's get to dawn, let's get to the sun comes up, find a way, find a way through the find minutes, the hours, and get to dawn. Then we'll talk about the next, whatever we gotta make it through. So this I just is got what to is that impossible night. to even comprehend because I know what happens when and everyone you know what happens when you don't get enough sleep. Yeah, there is no sleep in the 53 hours. No. There's no sleep. No. And tell me, at what point do you start to become delusional? Yeah. At what point? Yeah. At 10 hours in, you're still happy. No, still happy. I, you know, it depends what you're going through physically and what drains you, but. For me, it always seems to be at around 30 hours. I don't know. I've done many and swims what are you now. eating? Are you eating, were they feeding you peanut butter? What yeah, are you eating? real. I learned to not just eat all these compressed marathon foods, you know, mm. astronaut foods. They just take butter pasta. Bonnie will take fingerfuls of buttered pasta, and I'm like a trained seal out there. 
I open my mouth, I tread water, and she <laughs> and I gobble it down. Uh, they'll give me a peanut butter and honey sandwiches, Pauline, my other yeah. trainer makes for me. And um, so I eat real food too. It absorbs the salt water in the stomach. It makes you feel normal, you know, if you can. Because what does all of that salt water do to your body? You're sick I mean, as a dog. I would think yeah. so. Yeah. Even though Diana eats every 90 minutes while in the water, she can lose as much as 30 pounds during a marathon swim. Salt water is a huge challenge. After so long in the water, it essentially becomes poisonous as the body absorbs way too much salt. It causes swelling, sores, dehydration, vomiting, and even impaired judgment and hallucination. As the hours wear on, it can become increasingly difficult to stay focused and alert. That's people, the thing that drives people cra literally yeah. crazy when yeah. they're out in the water. You hear yeah. these stories of people who are trying to survive yeah. after being stranded yeah. in the water, they lose their mind yeah. because of the salt water. Yeah, yeah. So what mind games did you play with yourself? I, I, I read, heard, you sing songs to yourself. You I, have a I have playlist. a playlist of about 85 songs, and they're all, to, they're my generation. So you're not listening to no, me, No, no, I don't listen. It's all in my head, and I, and I hear it. I hear it as if, as if I can hear every guitar strum and I can hear all the, all the harmonies. So if I get to the end of that song and sing it a thousand times, I've got nine hours and 45 minutes to the boom, to the beat. So all those wow. songs help me. Yes. Not only do I like the pleasure of Neil Young, Janis Joplin, yes. you know, Simon and Garfunkel, that's my generation, that's my music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got a little those black eyed peas, but, but the, you know, when I sing those songs, not only did they help me, but I, but, but they're metronomic. They're, you're in, you're, you're suddenly meditating. You're off somewhere else. You're thinking about the, you know, how could the universe been created? And I'm said I'm not a religious person, but when I left this time, I finished reading Stephen Hawking's revision of his book on the history of the universe, and he says, and most astrophysicists believe, but it blows. I read the sentence, and I lie in bed just saying. Whoa. That blows my mind. And when I'm out there, there's no better place to think about that stuff when you're under the stars and out in the vastness. So he says that all of this matter in this universe, it used to be at one time in the size literally of a millionth of a millionth of a millionth of a penny. Now, come on. Come on. And one day it just couldn't take it anymore. And there was a nuclear fusion and it went bow, bow! and it became this. Yeah. And the earth went over there next to the sun and then life happened. So... You know, I'm just, uh, when I'm out there, I'm singing No Reply, and I'm counting German and French, but I'm also, at the, that 30, 36, 40 hour, I'm going off to, so this universe used to be, uh, and now it's, and how long would it take to get there, and what is it, you know, where is it all going, and where are we all going? Do you feel one with the ocean at some point? You just sure. feel like sure. there's no difference between your body and your stroke and the water and the surroundings I do. around you. I do. I feel at home in the ocean, not in a pool, Yeah. not in a river, not in a lake, but the ocean. I actually feel the tidal pull, mm -hmm. and um, I feel the moon pulling the tides out there, and it's... it's um. It's, a, I guess, what mountain climbers feel when they get to the top of the mountain. Not that they conquered it, but they're, they're part of it. Marathon swimming takes its toll on the body, the mind, and the spirit. For Diana, a mix of dehydration, sleep deprivation, and prolonged saltwater exposure produced a dreamlike state that took her, literally, out of this world. So I loved that you started to see the folks from the Yellow Brick Road. Oh, yeah. That you saw the Yellow oh, Brick Road. 
You saw him. Well, you know, I love The Wizard of Oz. It's great, but it's not like my favorite musical of all time. I don't have it like as my, you know. Yes. And um, but I was looking underwater, and I said to Bonnie, Bonnie, I see the at night. I see the yellow brick road. It's like it's like going along like this. And what's really weird is wasn't the yellow brick road like the Tin Man and the Lion? But that's not who's on it. It's like those little guys who had the knapsacks. Yes. They were saying hi ho, hi ho. Hi -ho. <laughs> it's like those people, and so. She's not going to spend time talking me out of an hallucination. Why would she try to get me back to reality? It's like when my mom had Alzheimer's. Am I going to try to tell her that we already had breakfast? You know, who cares? So she would say, <laughs> she said to me, you follow them. They are going right where we're going. Just, go, <laughs> just get that. right over them and go where they're going. And I was going along going, hi-ho. I heard them. Hi-ho. Hi-ho. <laughs> and I followed them, and I saw that for hours. There was no doubt in my mind. It wasn't like I was aware that's a hallucination. I said, I see the yellow brick road, and I see those little men walking along. Okay. Did yeah. you, see, okay. Did you, did you okay. see anything else? Well, this year I, I saw the Taj Mahal. You saw the Taj Mahal. Now, that's Mahal. another thing. I've never been to the Taj Mahal, but I guess I've seen pictures of it. But I was out with the shark divers. There was a big storm. And so we have no boats with us, and they form a circle around me, and I'm just treading water, and... I was hanging on by a thread. I remember just kind of going under, and they would say, let's do a little breaststroke. Let's wake you up. Let's, let's get, you know, and you know, I was getting cold, too, so I would do breaststroke just following them. And I said to one of them, I, do you see it? There, do you see, the Taj Mahal is over here. And he said, yeah, yeah, I see it. And, um, you know, <laughs> and I said, but, I mean, it's so aren't we, like, between Cuba and Florida? Is it the Taj I was the geography, and there was land. I saw all the sand and the grass all around it, and then I thought, what if I could get out and walk for a while, you know, instead of being <laughs> on the water? And, but there was no doubt in my mind. That you saw the Taj Mahal. Oh, it was there. It was there, yeah. So yeah. when you're, I mean, after how long before you, you, your arms get physically tired? Like, I can't move another stroke. You know you, what, Oprah, I was so proud of myself this time because when I reached the beach, not a moment of soreness. And you know why? It's because of those 16, 18, I was 20. Say of the training. I did the training. I didn't leave a thing behind. So I knew that if it was going to be 80 hours, that this one was still going to come out and this one was going to come out after it. That's yeah. amazing. It is. It is. <laughs> it is amazing. So you're going, awesome. to, you're going to now swim for charity. Yeah, you know, I'm going to get into a pool in Herald Square and swim for 48 hours up and down with my heart focused on those good people whose lives and homes were wrecked by Hurricane Sandy. And many of them, thousands, are still suffering. So I was a New Yorker, and I say, I'm not going to forget you. I'm going to swim for 48 hours and remember you the whole time. All kinds of well-known people and not so well-known, wounded warriors, kids, they're going to do a few laps. But we are going to give a whole pile of money, I hope, at the end. So I'm not going to be a swimmer anymore, but I am going to swim up and down in a pool in recognition of the fact that we cannot forget our brothers and sisters because we wouldn't want to be forgotten ourselves if it happened to us. Yeah. Yeah. Our conversation will continue in the next episode. You can listen by downloading part two. I'm Oprah Winfrey, and you've been listening to Super Soul Conversations, the podcast. You can follow Super Soul on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me next week for another Super Soul Conversation. Thank you for listening. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So... 
No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.